0: Hi and welcome to Driving Test Tales. I am Terry from the future, just dropping in before the show to give you a quick note that I did have to take some time away from the show. Um, While I was off, I had to think about the format and which way I wanted to take Driving Test Tales and i've just restructured it a little bit so whereas i started off doing it in seasons it is now just going to be an ongoing series of episodes it'll be more fluid won't necessarily be every fortnight i'm aiming to get at least one episode out a month but that's why over the first six or seven episodes you may see a slight discrepancy about me talking on the show saying season two when actually there's no seats now it's just an ongoing thing so thank you for choosing to listen thank you for listening to this and i hope you enjoy all the episodes going forward
1: driving test tales with terry cook stories from real people on how they pass their driving test
0: So welcome to this first ever episode of Driving Test Tales, where we're talking to different people and getting their experiences on the driving test and how they prepared for it. And today we're joined by one of my favourite ever students in Gersey, Lally. How are you doing, Gersey? Okay.
1: I'm all right. Thank you. Are you?
0: I am brilliant. And thank you for joining us today. It's it's great to have you on. It's great that you're the first guest. (laughs) So the first question I'm going to ask is, when did you pass your driving test?
1: Um, so I passed it in August, I think last year now, 2019, was it?
0: Uh, yes, so that's that's two years ago. That's, two that's, years
1: ago? Um, Holy moly, two years ago now, time, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, what have you done since then with your driving? How has driving affected you? Was that, uh, Have you done anything exciting? It just made your day-to-day easier? Have you had any interesting driving stories?
1: Um, I think as soon as I passed and I got my car, I think... The week after I got a car, and then I went straight to Scarborough. Was the first thing I did. Um, I just, I just bit the bullet and thought, let's just go, just go for a big ride. And then we went to. Um, I think I just spent the whole week just driving everywhere, asking anybody who wanted to lift anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> um, which was fun. And I think it made um, my confidence better because I wasn't worried about driving on my own because I've already drove, drove such a long distance. Um, because some of my sisters didn't do that; they just drove to work and drove back. So they've never they've been driving for years, and they still won't drive anywhere further than town because they just don't have that confidence now. So I'm just like, "Come on, get in my car; I'll take you." <laughs> so yeah, been everywhere, been just been driving everywhere, really.
0: It's I love fun. that, and it's uh, <laughs> definitely better than my first trip because my first trip in my car was to asda so definitely better than uh, Def Scarborough is definitely better than Asda. Um,
1: Actually, I think I lied. I went to McDonald's drive through first and then Scarborough. Well,
0: priorities, yeah.
1: <laughs> I have to go to McDonald's now. Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm really pleased you've said that because having that confidence after your test just to go all the way to Scarborough. Well, to be fair, McDonald's drive through can be as scary as a drive to Scarborough, but it was so, a was it,
1: it was yeah. tiny little space to get through.
0: And those speed bumps are horrible, aren't they? For a drive through. Oh,
1: horrible, yeah.
0: But um, so you must have felt fairly confident there. So just going back to your the, the test itself. Uh, so the first question I'm going to ask you the test you passed in 2019 in August, was that your first driving test?
1: With you it was, yeah, it was my first one, but I was driving about 10 years ago I started. Um, when I was 17, I did a few, I did loads and loads of tests and I just I just gave up. I gave up because it was just driving me crazy because I couldn't pass and it was horrible. Um, I did my actual test loads of times, I just kept failing and failing and I just gave up. And then about, what, 10 years, I think it was about 10 years later and then I got your phone your number just randomly popped up on your webs on the website and that was it. And then did did lessons with you for a couple of months and bam, it just clicked and then I passed. Very exciting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and 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 a grand job you did too. I think that what what made you come back to driving? Because like you say, there'd been that that big gap. We'd obviously struggled ten years ago. What made you initially come back to driving?
1: i did not want to drive just i just like i've gave up i thought that's it i'm not driving ever again and then my mum was on my ass all the time she's like do you drive and do you drive i was like no I don't want to do it and then i i i made 10 years without doing it <laughs> i've been 10 years and she was still on me and then um me and my partner were moving out um we were buying a house together and we wanted to obviously move out a little bit further out from where I am now. I needed a car to get to work. And he said to me, he said, we're not moving out until you pass your driving. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's just like my mum, both of them on my case. <laughs> and they were like, we're not, we're not buying a house until you pass your test. I was like, oh, I forgot. So it was something, like I had to do it before Before it was just, you're at that age, you might as well do your driving. And I wasn't bothered for it because the bus stop was right outside my house. I wasn't bothered and all my sisters drove my partner drove. I was never bothered. But then when it got to, right, we're going to be moving further out. It's going to be two buses to work. I thought, oh, I'm going to ha- have to do it now. I have to do my driving or I can't move out. So it was a, you need a bit of a, what's the word? Like
0: a. Kick up the ass. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You need, to, you need, that's it. Yeah. You need, i trying to think of a nice word. <laughs> you need to kick up the ass to Motivation, that's it. You need some motivation to do it. And if you haven't, you're never going to do it unless you've got, there's a reason for it. So and that was it. And I thought, right, I need to do it. I need to move out. And I've just put all my heart into it and it paid off at the end.
0: Excellent. And I just I do want to touch back on those those tests that you struggled with 10 years ago. Because obviously I wasn't working with you then. What yeah. What sort of things were you struggling on? You know, was it the same thing you were feeling on? Was it was it a mental thing? Was it an inability to do to do aspects of driving? Or
1: after after learning with you I realized all the things that were wrong with my other instructor and it ended up being he was saying to me that I was ready and oh you can do it and I don't know why you're not fit I don't know why you're failing and he just oh just book it again just book it again I don't know why you're failing you can drive and I was like okay so obviously I just kept doing I kept booking it and kept booking it but then once I started learning with you and you were very like why are you doing this why are you doing that and you have to really think about why you are doing every little thing and you think oh I don't know I don't know the answer to that I don't know why I'm doing that so he it was almost like there were lots of bad habits and when I was on my own driving I actually didn't know what I was doing when I was doing my tests really but when somebody's telling you you know what you're doing and then you do your test you think I failed I don't know why I failed because in your head your instructor's telling you you can drive but then when I started learning with you and you were like, why are you doing that? I'm like, I don't know. And you were asking me questions and I had no, I had no answer for it. So then, then I realized, oh, actually, he didn't actually teach me how to drive. He was just, I don't, I don't know what he, I don't know what he was doing, but you know, I I understand the car. I understand why he's making the noises. I understand if I make a mistake, I know the answer and how to rectify it now because you were really like, you were really detailed in, even the tiniest little things so even I still even to this day when I'm driving I'm like right right what did Terry say what did he say <laughs> like I say I say it to myself now because it needs to I say it to other people I'm like you know my driving instructor used to say this you know and he used to, say, <laughs> I used to say this and you know it's the little things that make you think right why because you're in a car at the end of the day if you're in a you know you need to know the answer why is it making that noise I, I need to know myself it can't be relying on other people so I think once I started driving with you, I've just realised that I didn't know how to drive. I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't tell you the answer for anything technical for driving. So that's why I, kept, that's why I was failing all them times, because I actually didn't know what I was doing. I was winging it the whole time. So I didn't know what I was doing at all. So okay. it's a, it was a very big waste of money then.
0: <laughs> I'd I I'd actually disagree with that. I'd say it's not a waste of money, because I think you still... You know, when you came to me, you still had some skills there. You know, you were still able to, to control the car. You were still able to – you had a decent knowledge. And, you know, you, you clearly learned some stuff even, you know, 10 years ago. So I don't think I'd ever – I don't ever look at anything as a waste of money because you, you're always going to learn something, even if it's not necessarily the be-all and end-all. But the, the question I want to ask going back to those, those early tests was – At the time, because I know looking back now, you'll say you weren't, but at the time, did you feel ready for the driving test?
1: No, no. I just, I was, I was so nervous. I was like freaking out every time I was doing it. I was just like, just nervous and sweating. I just think, oh, my driving instructor said, I'm ready for it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it because I'm ready. And then, um, and I, because I was driving all right when we were driving in, when we were driving in our lessons, I was driving. So in my head, i am just think, oh, yeah, I can drive. So, when I went when I sat in my test, I thought like, I'm not ready. Like I'm just doing it because I've booked it and I was freaking out every single time, sweating, crying after every single time. But when I did my test with, with you, I was confident, I was ready, I was excited because I knew I could do it. So it was a completely, it was just honestly night and day with the tests that I did then and the tests that I did now. It was a complete difference.
0: It's interesting that you say that because I mean I'm gonna do one of these shows at some point where I talk about my driving test because when I went for my first test, I wasn't ready. I thought I was because my instructor said I was, but I wasn't. Yeah. And I can remember setting off driving and like you've kind of described there, suddenly getting this feeling that I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I, I can remember pulling up at side at road and the examiner said to me, you know, we're going to pull up alongside the car in front, reverse back into a part position. And I remember saying to him, I've never done that before. And you went, just give it your best shot. And it was like, there was so much stuff that I hadn't learned but the instructor yeah my instructor at the time had put me in for a test and it was just like you said i wasn't ready and and but it's really good that when you went for your next test you, you felt ready so just i want to touch back on the the test that you took sort of re- well, recently in august uh 2019 two years ago you've said you felt confident then but can you remember how the test went? Can you remember sort of what happened or is there anything that went well or particularly badly, you know, sort of the manoeuvre you got that side of it?
1: Um, It was a really quiet, I remember it was a really quiet day. <laughs> <laughs> was, the streets were empty. The guy was really, the man sat next to me was really quiet and I just obviously just set off. Everything was fine and I, the, I got the one where it was parked to the right and it was a massive road and there was no cars or anything and I was like, no traffic and he was like just park to the right and I was like thank god because that was the easiest one out of all of them <laughs> so I was like thank god I got that one <laughs> and then um obviously he parked up on the right and he was like all right great okay and he was really calm and he was like right just follow the sat nav and head back and I'm like oh my god I'm doing it it's happening I'm not doing anything wrong I'm like I'm doing it I'm doing it and then um and he was like right we'll head back now and I'm like oh my god that's it and then you, you are freaking out inside but you I don't know you're confident and excited because you know you can drive but then you're obviously nervous because obviously you can fail so you are nervous at the same time but you're like oh my god right we're going back now because I remember you saying before we did the test to not think of it as a full what is it an hour half an hour um think of it as little 10 minute chunks so in my head I'm like right we've done the sat nav thing now right we've done that we've done the other thing now right we're heading back now so it, it felt a bit better when you're in the 10 minute things you think right I've done that oh, Right, I did mess up <laughs> so you just you th- you're just thinking about everything that you told us before the test as well so um and because I didn't tell anybody I was doing the test so the pressure was off so that was a big thing <laughs> mm-hmm
0: i think that's a really good tip i don't know it's one of my own but i do think it's a good tip i I break it down to chunks because you know during that it's about 40 minutes long you test usually so during that test um you're probably going to pull up a side of road a few times whether that's to do a maneuver whether it's to a hill start or set the sat nav up you know controlled stop whatever it is so you're potentially just driving for for four 10 minute chunks and i think like you said if you can look at it that way all of a sudden it seems a lot less daunting yeah. i get someone for a test and ask them can you drive for 10 minutes they're gonna say yeah but you know when you say can you drive for 40 all of a sudden it, it does sound a bit more daunting um you also mentioned there about taking the pressure off and again that's i think that's a good tip for some people to um to not always tell everyone what when the test is because that's when people start asking you about it but if I remember rightly, and I could be wrong with this completely, but didn't you plan your test for, like, a, a specific date?
1: Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to pass before my birthday so I could give – so obviously every birthday on my family we all get together and I I wanted to give my mum a card and obviously she was going to open it in front of everyone and say, oh, pass my test. Like, I wanted it to be a big – because obviously she's been on my ass for 10 years, I wanted to do, like, a big surprise for him because I, I never told her I was doing – I never told her I was – obviously even ready for the test, I was like, oh, my driving instructor said it's going to be a couple more months yet. So she thought I was way off. Um, so in my mind, I, I had this whole plan and I wanted to be a, do a big surprise for her. So in my head, I'm like, right, I've got till August, which was, at the time, was quite a lot of, I think we started in January, February, I think. So we had a good, because I remember saying to you, oh, it'd be funny in magical land if I could do by August. And you were like, oh, of course you can. I'm like, what? And you were like, yeah, of course you can do it in eight months. I'm like, um, I was just kidding, but all right then. <laughs> so I think we were, we was excited, I was excited for it. I was like, oh, maybe I can do it before my birthday and then I can get a car for my birthday. So I think that's where the excitement came into it more than the fear. So I think that's all just played, it just all played so nicely together at the end.
0: But leading up to the test uh, and on your lessons, what, if anything, did you do differently to prepare? So whether that was a different approach to the test or whether it was stuff you did different on lessons, what, did you do it differently compared to the, the 10 years previously?
1: Um, I asked a lot of questions. I asked, I didn't, I remember you saying like, you know, there's no stupid questions, ask what you want. And I think I just, even the just random little things that you just think of in your head, I think I just asked you everything. And then I didn't have any worries in my head because I already asked you everything. I knew the answer. I think it's somewhat was silly. Like what happens if you let go of all the pedals? Like just, you know, just something little like that. And you were like, we'll do it then, see what happens. Like just something really silly like that, and I think once I got all them questions out of the way and all them little things, I think you feel like, all right, I know what I'm doing now. I know why it's making that noise, sort of thing. Um, I think we did. I um did I ask you to for me to do the test on you?
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Forget that it. that was very different. <laughs> I've never had that before. Um, remember rightly, we had we we're coming up to your test and. You wanted a mock test. You wanted to, to, to do a mock test. So we did the mock test. If I remember rightly, it didn't go brilliantly. No, it
1: wouldn't. Yeah. Um,
0: you felt that pressure just from the mock test. And out of the blue, you asked me, "Can, could you do a mock test on me? So I'd never had that before, but we swapped around and you pretended to be an examiner and and I had to be a, a student on a test and you, you gave me the test. What, what was you thinking behind that?
1: in my head so the other times when I've obviously done my proper proper test it's so awkward because it's so silent in the car and I hate obviously I hate being quiet so (laughs) it was it's like dead awkward for 40 minutes and you're like you're sweating already you're sweating and he's silent he's not giving anything away and you're just like oh my god it's so awkward because I mean when when I was doing my test before he'd have the music on we were just chatting away about all sorts so I was used to that I was used to that, like um, having noise while I was driving. So when I didn't went for my test and it was dead silent, it was awkward. So I remember when we were getting to the end and you were like, "Right, you know, what can we do to make, you know, not, you're not nervous anymore?" And I thought, oh, "It's really off. It was it was half. It's really awkward and silent. And I want to see what it's like on the other side. And half, I want you to see what." you look like when you were driving so I can so it was sort of like do you know when they say look in all your mirrors and turn around and he wants to see the driving instructor wants to see you do the right things so I want you to see what it looked like to be like a pro like a professional driver <laughs> so I wanted to see what it looked like and I wanted to see what it was like being dead silent on the other side and once I did that I realized he needs to he needs to concentrate and be quiet to see what you're doing and that made me feel better because I thought, oh yeah, like it's not awkward. it's not really awkward. He's he's judging you. I know it sounds silly now, but it, it, once I did it, and I thought, all oh, right, he needs to concentrate. He needs to see that I can drive good. And that made me feel better. And it made me it made me not worry about that. And it made me not worry about the silence. So when I did my test, I was just focusing on doing my test and not focusing on how quiet it was <laughs> in the car. <laughs> so it, did, it was silly, but in my head, it made sense and it really helped. <laughs>
0: well here's the thing i'm going to go back into instructor mode now because it's not silly this is the thing and and i'm making notes as you're talking and i've wrote down um take ownership and and that's what you did you took ownership of your lessons um and we'll come back to that in a second but with, with that mock test you took ownership you realized something that you that you needed and yes most people will want to do a mock test on the driving instructor of course they won't it's not appropriate for most people but it's what you needed to help you at that time so there was no silliness in that it was different but it but it worked for you and I can remember it quite vividly because (laughs) there was one point where you said turn left here and I went no and (laughs) and and afterwards you're why didn't you turn left I went because it was dangerous you told me as we were passing it I couldn't turn (laughs) left there and and I can remember you saying to me that that resonated with you because it it made you realize that the person driving is the driver and the driver makes a decision. So even if the person giving directions says a direction, that's not a mandatory thing that you have to do to pass your test as a driver. You have to decide if it's safe or not. And yeah. I, I remember that so you saying that was clicking with you. And yeah. um so, yeah, so so there was that side, so just touching back on what we we're saying about um, taking ownership. I can remember right back to the start of our lessons, and we were having, you know, our first lesson. I can remember we did very little driving because we were talking so much, because yeah. I was making you take ownership. I can remember that because you were saying, you were very much right. Well, you tell me what to do when you tell me this. And I'm like, no, 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 we, we don't do that. <laughs> you need to take ownership. You need to work out what your areas I need to improve. You need to tell me where you don't feel comfortable. You need to tell me what you're what you're scared of and what you need to practice in that sense. And going right then back to your test, that's what you did with that mock test. So, how did that feel different for you? Actually taking ownership of your lessons rather than sort of being dictated. I think it made it
1: like it made, I think it made me go back to the. Um, the test that I did 10 years ago again and made me realise what, a, diff, what a, a different type of instructor to the right person is so beneficial. So like, it's not about having like a bad instructor or a good instructor. It's not about that. It's about having the right one for you. Cause I, I think I remember saying to you as well, like, I just want you to be really harsh with me. I don't want to be friends. I want to be like, I want you to be really strict on me and tell me that I'm doing it wrong because with the other guy we were just laughing and joking the whole time and obviously wasn't getting anywhere obviously we're friends now <laughs> obviously we, we had a laugh after but you know I wanted someone um I wanted somebody to be really like why are you doing this you're doing this wrong like because when someone shouts at you remember you, you never shouted at me but like when somebody tells you off you remember it so in my head I'm like right I need to concentrate I need to do this properly I'm not wasting like money and doing all my driving then failing again and wasting it, do you know what I mean? I thought, right, I'm doing this properly the right time. I'm doing it now. And I wanted you to like again, like you said, I didn't even realise until you just said it, like, yeah, take ownership of, you know, what you want out of the lessons. And, you know, I wanted to I wanted to take it I wanted to take it seriously. I wanted to come away from the lesson. Like, right, I learned something today. It's not just like, yeah, I'm doing my lessons. It's it was to me, it was bigger than that. Cause I thought, I need to do this, I need to stop messing around, you know. So it was definitely taking ownership was it's definitely a good thing to do especially because you can tell the driver what you want from it and um some people might like the nice thing might help them it might help them drive but you know it's again it's up to the individual person and realizing what type of person you are and what type of person you need and you were perfect for you were perfect you were you know you were lovely and kind but you were firm as well so you were like what are you doing what are you doing that for (laughs) but you know you were Lovely. You were friendly. You were so friendly as well. So you made me feel comfortable enough to tell you, like, oh, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand. Tell me again, or you know, I think, I think we did the. It was a hill starts. So I hated doing it. You're like, right, we're going to spend a whole lesson doing it. I was like, oh no. <laughs> now I'm really good at it. <laughs> but
0: but that's it. And I think you've kind of hit the nail on your head there. And I'm not. And I appreciate you saying those nice things, by the way. But not blow my own trumpet. But you were telling me to be harsh. But I was never harsh. I was, yeah, I was. All we there was no judgment there. It was just talking about the things that you found difficult. It was never saying right, well, you're bad at this or you're good at this. No. It was right, well, this is what you find difficult. Mm-hmm. Let's go work on this. So you give the example of hill starts. Well, like I said, if that's what you're scared of, that's what we need to work on. You know, yeah. if you're not scared of hill starts, there's probably not a lot of point in doing them. You know, <laughs> yeah. but but yeah, it was that taking ownership, and and that did click with you quite early on, and I think it's because you saw it working. So so that was great. But so I'm kind of going to move on now a little bit, and I'm going to ask you for for some advice for anyone that's listening, and I'm going to ask on two fronts. So the first front I'm going to ask on is. What advice would you give to anyone that is learning to drive? It's not around the test, but around actual driving lessons.
1: Um, what kind of what tips would I give?
0: Yeah. If someone well, came to you now, uh, knocked on your door and says, "Gergie, I'm learning to drive, give me some tips, please. What would right. you
1: say? Um, number one, have the money. Because if you're just doing it like month by month and you know, you you need the you need to have the money behind you first. Because if you don't, you just oh, I miss this lesson because I don't have the money. You know, you need to concentrate on it and do it in um like have the money behind you so you can be ready for it if that makes sense so like you're not just waiting for you to get a little bit more money and then do it later on because with driving it is consistent and you need to be doing it all the time to like for it to sink in so for number one definitely have like a little bit of money behind I'm not saying hundreds and hundreds but just have like a little bit of money behind you um so you're ready for a lesson when you want it so sometimes you might want three lessons in the week you might want two you might be all right with the one but you know if you have that money you have you have that um opportunity then just you have them options to do it whenever you want um number two obviously be ready don't do it just because your mom's telling you don't do it just (laughs) because don't just do it because you know your parent is just telling you to do it or all your mates are doing it you know you need to be you need to be mentally ready for it and I know it's you know, you turn 16, 17, oh, I, can, I can drive now, it's all exciting. But, you know, it's it's actually quite a big responsibility to drive. You know, you've got to think, like, when you're driving on the road, you think, When I actually think about it all the time. If I passed with that first guy, I would be, i will be screwed on the road. Like, it's not, it's not safe. So you need to be ready and mature for it, really.
0: I think you've given two so brilliant tips there. I think the one about the money is, is, is good in the sense of, if you've got that behind you, there's no concerns, there's less pressure. You know, if you're going into a test thinking, I need to pass this because I can't afford more lessons.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's
0: just putting more pressure on. So I think that's a, a really good idea. And that's not meaning you've got to go spend thousands on lessons. It means that oh, no. yeah. you've budgeted for lessons, yeah. so there's no pressure there. So I think that's a great tip. And the idea of being ready mentally, I think, yeah, that I, I really appreciated what you said then about if you'd have passed – 10 years ago you, you wouldn't have been ready so even if you'd fluked it you'd maybe yeah. have been a danger on the road almost i think one thing that people um don't realize is that having a license or at least in my opinion and i'd love to get your opinion on this having a license is to me is a privilege it's not a, a right you need to earn that privilege and clearly 10 years ago you hadn't earned that for whatever reason you know yeah but then you 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 came to 2019 and you just nailed it and, and completed it and you've been traveling traveling all over since then so no, i think there's, there's two really good tips there um yeah. and then the second one i would ask you for for some advice on if you, what would you say if someone was asking for tips around the actual test or sort of the test day itself
1: even if your driving instructor says oh, are you ready you know you can do it you you need to be confident and it's not about being oh yeah like uh I can drive in my lessons because it's a completely different ball game doing your test, because it's a different person, especially when you feel you get you start to feel comfortable with your driver. So it's a different person. So you need to be ready in your head. Doesn't matter what you're driving, you should have said, doesn't matter if he's like, Yeah, yeah, go for it, you're ready. You need to be ready and confident and excited. And if you're not excited and not like, oh, I'm ready for it, you're not, you're not ready. You're not, you won't be able to pass because then that reflects on you driving after. So if you're excited, that means in your head, you don't necessarily have to be excited, but you have to be on some level, like, I am ready for this. I'm going to pass my test. Because again, you know, going back, like you said, it is a privilege. It's a massive, massive privilege. And you see all the idiots on the road when you get out there, (laughs) when you're on your own, you know, you need to think, I'm going to be on my own in the car. You know, Terry's not going to be sat next to you forever. (laughs) You know, you need to feel... No one needs that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you need to feel confident to be on your own as well so if you're not ready and you're just doing it just for or you're rushing it or whatever like another couple of weeks makes a massive difference on your lessons and you know but then there's a fine line between making sure you're ready and taking the pace (laughs) you know (laughs) like go for it even if it takes doing that lesson and failing the first time you're ready for the next one then because you've you've done it and it's out your system so I might not been. I might not have passed the first time if I didn't do it a million times the first time because I knew what I was. I was prepared for what was it, what is going to be like. What the test? I already. I've already did it. So sometimes, even if you fail this, even if you fail it the first time, you'll be you'll be definitely ready the second time because you know what you know what um you know what's coming. So definitely be ready even mentally. Be ready in your own mind.
0: <laughs> I think that's a that's a good shout and. And just before we kind of wrap up with our last couple of questions, I'm, what I'm going to say is that every student I work with, I learn from. I always learn something. I probably learn lots, but there's, there always seems to be one thing that really sticks out for me as an instructor when, that I learn from people. And I think the biggest thing I learned from you is everyone's different. And you're very different. <laughs> but, no, <laughs> um, but no, it's and it stems back partly down to like that mock test you had me do. I would never in a million years have suggested to someone to do a mock test on me. And no one's asked for it since. But I now am more open to other people's opinions and other people's suggestions. So on lessons, I'll ask, I'll tell them, you know, I use you as an example on my lessons and say, you know, I had a student once who wanted to do this mock test on me. And so if there's ever anything you want to try, just let me know. And that was my big learn from, from, learning with you so you know thank you for that um <laughs> but the, the question i want to ask you as, as we wrap up at the minute we're, as i'm recording this we're in the middle of a global pandemic and um the driving test are going on but what's happening is when the test fails so if someone makes a mistake and fails they're brought back to the test center so you could be out two minutes you could well you could fail leaving the test center and then not actually leave um i could be brought back after five minutes or, or whatever I'm interested as someone that's both, you know, not past and passed a driving test. What would you prefer? Would you prefer to be brought back when you've made that fault, Or would you rather carry on to get the experience of the test?
1: No, I'd want to go home. I cried the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get out of the car and go home. because You know what you've done. You know, you know you've messed up when you've messed up. You know, you just want to get out of the car and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> you're like, God damn it. Um but I'm a proper wimp though, so I was like, I'm to go, oh, <laughs> I'm failed again, I'm sick of this. Like, just that's why I never that's why it took me so long to do it again. Cause I was just like, oh, I just wanna go on sick. I couldn't think of anything worse than going back into the place and sit there <laughs> in, in shame. <laughs> but if you if you're ready, but that was then. Thinking about it now, if that happened, I think I'll be like, I think i will be like, oh, there must be there must have been something that I missed or something. So I think it's a difference. But again, it goes back to being ready and not ready. If you're ready and you fail, then I bet it was something minor that you probably didn't think of and the driving instructor will tell you. So I don't think I would have been that bothered this time. But when it when it happened to me before, I was like, I just want to go home. I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this time, if I failed, I would have been like, oh, what was it? Like, I would have been genuinely shocked. I would have been like, oh, what, what did I, then I'll try again harder next time and whatever it was. So I think, again, it goes back on you being ready, definitely.
0: Excellent. Um, so I've asked you for some tips already, which is great. Is there anything else you'd like to add on for anyone listening, whether it's driving-related, ferry-related, or uh, test-related? Um, have we covered think, everything?
1: A one, another good thing was watching other people drive as well. When you're learning to drive and you're watching other people and how, you know – how they are asking asking people questions like if you're sat in your car with your parents your friends ask them why did you do that for like <laughs> i do it now like you know, you know you're know, you not supposed to do that and learn the roads as well like learn your when you're doing your theory test do your theory while you're doing your driving at the same time because you when you're driving you can look at the signs and be like oh that sign means that right don't do your theory and then go do your driving because your theory helps with your driving because if you're driving like oh like there's two yellow, there's two yellow lines there, and you're like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, you need to know. You can't. They, they go hand in hand. So, do your theory and your driving at the same time, because that will help you with your theory test, and your theory will help you with your practical test, if that makes sense. Um, you
0: have just delivered a wonderful piece of music for my ears. The theory does help with your driving. It, it does
1: massively, massively.
0: Um, if that if that's the only thing you would have said today on this podcast, I'd have been higher with that. <laughs> the theory helps. You told me that. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it,
1: it does. It really does. It, it, you don't know until you are done after. You, do, you don't know all these things <laughs> until after, and you're like, "Oh, I should have done this." <laughs> so you know, you definitely because both my both my sisters pass on a fluke. So I would, I would, we're all both terrible. So that wasn't helpful. So you need to be. Go, first of all, get with a good instructor, Terry, obviously. And then, like, second, be ready. Just, and if you're not ready, just wait a couple of months. It's not going to kill you to, you know, it's not going to kill you to rush to pass. You know, you got to pay your insurance and your tax and your car. <laughs> you know, don't rush it. It'll take your time, be ready and then and go for it and enjoy it. Enjoy it as well.
0: I think that's really good advice, especially in this current climate when there's a you know a massive waiting list for for tests and and yeah, try and enjoy it is always good. Um, but I will just mention that other good driving instructors are available, not just me. <laughs> but-
1: well, <laughs> no, but yeah, because but everybody's different. People, like I said before, like people learn with different people. So even if it's you do a lesson with a few people and you don't like him, try someone else, and then try someone else with someone that fits you because you'll learn so much better with somebody that you get along with
0: um you're dropping some knowledge bombs now because i tell that to all my students when they get in the car if you don't like me on a first <laughs> lesson go elsewhere and i don't mean that's that it. offensively no, you know that's it. i'm I'm not right for everyone you know your previous instructor probably worked wonders with some people but oh, it, yeah it didn't work for you so so no so lots of wisdom there and i hope that anyone listening actually takes on board a lot of what you're saying um So, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on and joining us on this, the first ever episode of Driving Test Tales. Um, Is there anything you'd like to promote? Where can people find you, Gergie? Where would you like people to follow you?
1: Um, You can just add me on Facebook if you ever need to ask me anything or any other advice or any (laughs) silly stories (laughs) of driving or anything like that, if it makes you feel better sometimes talk to someone that's done it makes you feel better so yeah you can just add me on facebook if you want
0: well that's lovely and what i will do is i will post any links that you would like i will post them in the show notes for this episode so people can just click and find you so if you're listening be sure to go follow goji um yeah so thank you for joining us today it's been an absolute pleasure
1: me too thank you so much for having me
0: So thanks for joining us on this first ever episode of Driving Test Tales. Hope you find it useful. Big thank you to Gergit for joining us. And if you've enjoyed the show, make sure you share it and subscribe, follow it, like it, whatever you want to do along those lines, and leave us a nice little five-star review. If you've passed your driving test, or you know someone that's passed that would like to come and share this story, let me know. You can find links in the show notes or head over to tcdrive.co.uk.
1: Driving Test Tales with Terry Cook Stories from real people on how they pass their driving test